Gorge. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because <laughs> Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Uh, it's a the it's a big day because we're you know we both got our flu and COVID shots. We updated it. Mm-hmm. New shit, new shit, new shit, new shit. I'm all about the new new. So uh, we uh, you know we're doing this, and I I was like, I wonder if I'm gonna feel tired. You know, if I'm gonna feel like I need to take a nap or something, or uh, you know, if I was gonna get sick or get the hot. But I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, and and you know what? We changed the place we went to and I don't know why. It feels different. Uh for me because mm-hmm. it's like that's normally what happens. I get really tired, I get fatigued. Um and they I don't know if it's just the different needles in this particular place used but what? But different needles. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid. <laughs> But the other needles just look long. Maybe it's me mentally, but mm-hmm. it's it's like uh, or or um maybe it's the way they administer it. But I don't feel as tired. Like I'm I'm I am because Roger was Roger. He had texted me. He was like, "Well, drink some water." Because I started feeling a little tired. I drank some water and I was good. I don't know. Maybe they gave us diff a uh, different vaccine. You know, maybe we didn't get. That's Maybe we got true. Moderna this time. I don't know. But, I, I mean, my true. arm feels a little bit sore, but it always feels a little bit sore. Um, and I don't feel t- that sleepy or tired right now. So Now, tomorrow I'll, might be another story. I was but. worried. I was like, maybe we should just do the show as soon as we can. But Karen right. wanted to work late and uh, <laughs> all this stuff. So we just ended up doing it at this time. But, yes, yeah, a double vaccinated Tuesday up in here. And, of course, tomorrow's a Walking Dead Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So... Make sure your Walking Dead fans are listening to the show. Mm-hmm. And everybody out there, go get your shots for the flu and get your shots for the uh, COVID because now it's annually and anybody could get it. They ain't got no age restriction. If you are six months, what is it, six months? Yeah, six months and up, they were saying that you can actually get the shot. So go get it. If you hadn't got it for the first time, I don't even care. I ain't even judging. Get, get, get the shot because every time I turn around, somebody was like, damn, I done caught it again. Damn, I done caught it again. That means it's still out there, bitch. I think also if you're going to be outside, which most of us are, and you know everybody else is going to be outside. You know people aren't, for the most part, going to be wearing masks and social distancing. So I think this is a step to protect yourself. I know that we're talking to the choir or you've already made your decision. You're not getting it because a lot of people kind of fell off. They didn't get boosted. I mean, the percentages don't lie. So nope. uh, I know a lot of people just, I think their new function is to go into this place where it's like coronavirus isn't even happening. I don't think that's smart. Mm-mm. But at the same time, I do understand you're going to be out the house and you're going to do stuff. So I'm not, you know, being ridiculous. Right, I, but I think people things. should get vaccinated. It's, it's just... What what does that really hurt? And I'm surprised so many people just didn't get it. Right. And also, I know the past two, three, three or four shots I've gotten, uh, maybe maybe skip between one. I've uh, gotten uh, the flu and COVID at the same time. 
Like, I, I think the last three or four shots, it came around. They was like, you want the flu? I was like, bitch, if, if the insurance pay for it, shoot me up. I'm like, because you know me? I'm like, I'm not coming back. Let's get a two for one, double protection. You know, not only does it protect you, it protects other people around you. And particularly, you know that we're at a phase right now where most people don't wear masks. And they don't wear them with them I as just often. said this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said that part, uh, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't want to turn this whole thing into a PSA, but yeah, no problem. Just letting people know it's it's available. The new one is out. The new COVID vi- vaccine and the new flu. So new not, shit, new shit. Yeah. This ain't no old shit. Mm-mm. All right, um, <laughs> let's get into the show. Uh, that's our little PSA. Uh, the official weapon is the <laughs> the future. I must say the taste. <laughs> the unofficial sport. What about? Blue box stream. I don't know if we already said that. I had to think about it. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Process the question, Karen. <laughs> All right. News time. Let's do some news. Fighting on Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I like that. That's funky. I do, too. I like them strings. All right. Guitar, whatever it is. Uh, the first article is an update on a story we talked about last time. Lauren Berbert, Bobert, Lauren Bobert, or Lauren Hobert, as we're calling her around here. Uh, now, Lauren Bobert says she has ditched the Democrat that was filmed following her at Beetlejuice. I learned to check party affiliations before going on a date. Mm, no, ma'am. Nobody believes you. You just didn't give a fuck. Here's the thing. They know that their constituency just identifies with hating the right people, and the right people are Democrats. So she, of course, thinks this lie will work. I'm not saying it will, but it, it'll work on some of them because mm-hmm. it's just a, it's like a stupid it's like a, a a joke that is very bad but racist, and racist people think it's funny because they they think racism is good. You mm-hmm. know, this is what it is. It's like uh, Democrats is the punchline, and then some people will go, "Yeah, <laughs> tell them." But it's I, I think there's a lot more people. It's not gonna work on. Mm-mm. I don't think it is. Child, she's gonna be sweating when she run again. The rumor is that they were dating for like a month or so, so she knew. Of course, and, she knew. Yeah, and well, and also you were you were gonna jack them off so to say that it's like i learned not to da 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 because the democrats is funny i also take it this extra step um i have a feeling she'll still date this dude of course i don't even think this shit is true Mm-mm. i mean unless he called her and was like my friends found out i'm dating you and i can't <laughs> i get it so she had to spin it like that yeah. would not be surprising if 
if he was like, Mm-mm, the, uh-uh, they they getting on me at the bar, I can't handle this. Right. It's hot in the streets. You know, if we still do this, we can't do shit in public. Yeah, like I right, listen. Okay, my bad. Uh, uh, Drew Barrymore went ahead and called off her show. Mm-hmm. In an update, she uh, said she heard everybody and she listened and she said, "Fuck it, y'all right? No show. I'll Good. wait till the till the writer strike is over." And after she said that, a cavalcade of other shows. All the cards crumbled. The Talk, um, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson. Um, Bill Maher. Bill, Bill Maher said it was not even because of Drew Barrymore. He said it was like, because they're meeting to talk and we, you know it's bullshit. We don't but believe you. You just did an interview that said fuck them writers, so we don't believe you, sir. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Shepard's show uh, uh, is planned to return but it's not a struck show that's covered by the WGA. Kelly Clarkson's talk show never Uh-oh. came back. Ke- Ke- Kelly wasn't playing. She was like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. Well, what we're not going to do is this. She was like, I am not fucking up my bag. I'm good, y'all. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting that, you know, all these shows did pull out. And I think it shows one it was like, are y'all? If y'all are gonna hate on Drew Barrymore, y'all definitely gonna hate on the rest of us, mm-hmm. uh, because and they's me, like she the nicest one. To me, the difference between Sherry Shepard and The View, and to a certain extent, even Bill Maher, even though he opted out, there a lot of their appeal is that we're people that don't care if you like us, right? We've been in this game so long, we're like we're not we don't even have to be nice during the nice times mm-hmm. so like you know i feel like if wendy williams still had her show she'd be a person that i could see being like no yeah i'm coming problem. back and it's fine people part of my brand is that you're not gonna like what i do mm-hmm. so it just fits my brand but the other people the talk jennifer hudson um and drew barrymore they need and want to be like that's their appeal we're right. the alternative to that that shit like you don't want to see 60 year old cynical women from hollywood debating politics and shit you why you eat your cereal no you want to pretend america's just talking to denzel washington and mm-hmm. asking him about his latest movie not to yep. mention a lot of those interviews weren't gonna be able to happen because actors aren't doing shit yep actors um, yeah. writers like a i'm trying to find a lot of their guests lined up would have yeah. told them no so with uh sherry shepherd with the viewers like y- and you're gonna have to see them people at some point right like because at some point you will be promoting movies again and those people might have a memory of like man fuck y'all you know or mm-hmm. they might come on there and call you out to your face i don't know but uh i think a lot of those likable ones i see why they opted out um but uh you know also it's kind of interesting because i think this works because drew barrymore was responded to the pushback without doubling down correct like i i think in another world where she doubles down and says i'm gonna keep putting my show up all the other people would have kept their shows up Mm -hmm, right because they're gonna be like if she's the most likable one and she don't care why should i yeah so yeah i'm glad she did the right thing i'm not mad at her i never was really mad at her I know that's I just a, thought it was foul. But I don't know that. her. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. I don't have that parasocial relationship in that type mm-hmm. of way. I always think Drew Barrymore feels like a person people root for. I made a joke. I do. Like, you know, give us the close and Drew that we're all rooting for. Someone left a comment on uh, Spotify like, what do you mean? We, you got a rat in your pocket. But the point is, is, I mean, I was being comedic, but in right. general, people 
don't want to root against Drew Barrymore. She really doesn't do shit. Nope. That to that that seems like she wants to hurt people. I did mm-hmm. believe her when she said, you know, I don't I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Blah blah. I, blah. I think also like she can reason herself into why what she did was right and it helped some people even if not all. And um, you know, there's a way to justify it and coming from a nice place, but it. I'm just glad that she backed down for the strike obviously but also just because it seemed like her reasoning wasn't that solid and it was gonna continue to get hate so if you really want to do something that everyone can root for stay home and here's why i say that because as much as people try to throw up the shield of the teamsters and the other people that work on a show have you noticed none of those people are picketing none of them are on twitter demanding shows come back like they're not or they purposely are not saying anything so don't use them as a shield they'll come back if there's a show because they actually have a contract Mm -hmm. and when the show's in production and i signed a contract i actually have to come in and do the work right but don't try to throw them up there like you know like they all like it's a starbucks or a car wash or a volunteer service like that's not what it is it's a job and Mm -hmm. they understand this is one of the hazards of the job you know anyway uh in other news house democrats are pushing for cameras to be permitted in the federal courts and i think we know why because donald trump gonna probably be in a federal court and they want america to see the trial uh, see his behavior see his defense see you know all that stuff uh probably covered on the news i think democrats are actually so they're right on the point of i think showing him get accused of being a criminal a bunch of times on tv will affect some people's point of perception of him and whether he can be president or not right i think i wonder and i i wonder about is this a thing where you're opening up pandora's box to other types of federal court like cameras being in the courtroom and things taking like a a sensationalistic turn a Mm -hmm. you know like like when you like a let's cut these videos videos up and make them funny for tiktok type of thing like like are we gonna are we gonna get a lot more spectacle things like like to me there was a huge difference between like when johnny depp was tried in like britain and when it was tried in america and then people were literally making content out of each video clip and all this stuff was going viral and it just felt like now look, maybe it was on camera in Britain and they just we didn't see a lot of it here. Mm-hmm. But when it came here, it felt like it was on social media, TikTok, Twitter, people making podcasts and video YouTubes. So my point being, when people can get the camera footage, it seems like some of this stuff can take on a different tone. And right now we're talking about President the Trump. I'm fine right. with that. I do wonder if eventually we'll we'll be He's, like, Yeah, we did we made this okay. And now people are using, like, remember those, I don't know if y'all ever saw those sensationalistic shows that are like, cameras in the courtroom, and it's like people mm-hmm. beating each other up and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I do wonder if if maybe we could end up regretting this in the long run. It's going to be interesting because I don't think in my lifetime, and I this is just me, it has never been the same since the O.J. Simpson trial. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, if you were around during that time, because prior to that, People didn't give a fuck about what happened in courtrooms and all that shit. People just, they had the sessions and then shit would just come out publicly and that's how you found out shit happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
after that started the spectacle. And for me, that's a Pandora's box that we will never close. Yeah. It just um, it's just something to think about. Like I'm not is. even really saying it in a we better not do this. It just made me think like you know, because a lot of stuff stars like this. We're like, no, we need to make a rule to fix. It, it reminds me of the NFL where the Saints will lose a playoff game because of a pass interference call and that, that's clearly wrong. And then they spend all year fighting in the offseason to come up with a rules committee. And the next season we go into it, new rule. You could challenge a certain type of pass interference. And, and that call never gets overturned the whole year. No team gets it again. Like, the refs have decided, basically, if we call that shit, fuck it. It's our judgment, and we're not enforcing this shit. Right. And I, and so you ended up with a quote-unquote fix that doesn't really work because it only applied to one case that happened in the past. Uh, it would almost be better if there was a way to get the Trump federal, like, case on TV and then go, and after that, like like case by case basis on the needs of the yeah. world of the st- country because right, case by case. some of this I shit we that. literally just should not you shouldn't like like hunter biden's trial should not be on court on tv i agree you know and i wonder if that's what's gonna happen next is yep well that's also a federal case and it's like yeah i don't know why we think this is okay we do but a president feels different to me a president a mayor you know you know somebody that holds like a place of authority you know i could see you going yes you are a public figure the public needs to know yeah but it's one of those things where for a lot of private citizens it's like "Mm, don't nobody really need to know this we could we could find out once through the normal means that we get this information from uh do you know who columbus short is I've heard that name. Ain't he the dude who played on that show and got kicked off? Shonda Rhimes killed his character. That's yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's good. That's 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 him. Oh shit, I remember because I was like, that name sounds familiar. I think this character's name was Harrison or something like that. Um Scandal. And um he also he got kicked off the show. It was right during the time where um um I think he was accused of domestic violence. And then there was some like kind of fallout from that where uh uh he he like the details came out and stuff and I I definitely remember a couple people chiming in with some kind of weird things. <laughs> like like Denz, like I think uh DL Hewley said some shit making light up, making it seem like it wasn't that big of deals. It was a lot, man. But um, yeah, so he was on a podcast and he was talking about why he named his son Denzel. Now, without knowing, why do you think he named his son Denzel? Family member. Family member. Maybe Denzel Washington. Or maybe Denzel Washington. Okay, okay. Well, you're kind of close. You're kind of close. I'll tell you this quick, little, quick, small story about Denzel. Denzel, why did I name my son Denzel? My son's name is Denzel. Word. Yep. Denzel, he kept little nigga to me. He kept making me feel like a little nigga. He had you in training. You was training today. You was the white boy in training today. He kept doing that to me. So finally, I was like, boom. And I'm just truncating the story. When my son was about to be born, I was like, man. My wife was like, what? We name our son. I was like, Denzel. Because why? Because now he's my little nigga. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's deep. No, that is not 
It sounds ridiculous. I'd rather just say I named my child after Denzel <laughs> Washington. The story made no sense. Am I? Who, what, when, where, why, and how? This story makes no sense to me. I was trying to find a plot and got lost. I'm so sorry. I'm. I don't understand. I like how he he said he was little nigger in me, which obviously is him saying it's a bad thing. Is I didn't like that Denzel made me feel like that. But his son, he's little niggling his son. But isn't that isn't that terrible? Won't make too? your son feel bad. And you telling us we don't need to know this information. What was the logic? I don't understand. Do you not love your son? Are you gonna be mad at him every time you gotta call his name? Denzel, I said street lights. Like what? What's gonna happen? How are you gonna raise this boy and you hate him? He gonna come in there, I bathe you, I feed you, I do all these things. All, all, only person that got an agreement around here is me and your mama. Right. You're like, well, damn, daddy. Hey, Pop. Mm. Can I ask you a question? How come you ain't never like me? Like you? What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. As long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why do you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. It's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. I ain't got to like you. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure... That's that's gonna be Columbus short. Every time his kid come in from school, my depot baby. <laughs> and why would you say that out loud? That's my whole point. We don't need to know this information. Oh my god! And it was not deep. Oh my god! That is insane. nobody asks, huh? No. Well, I, okay. So my favorite part of that clip is actually when. Uh, <laughs> The dudes are, like, trying to reply, and then one of them's kind of like, like, they're not giving him those, like, affirmative, like, yeah, okay, yeah. It's more like, oh. Like, <laughs> I guess. Oh, that that's what you, oh. That's okay. different. Hey, that's that's deep. Like, listen to this at the end. <laughs> it was like, what? We named our son. I was like, Denzel. Because why? Because now he's my little nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's no right way to respond to that. It wasn't, but it wasn't a positive, is what I'm saying. It was a it very was neutral, positive. like you said that. <laughs> Note it, right? Acknowledge that you just said that bullshit. Right. Acknowledge, note it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the member bank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not affirmative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, that is not. And that's not coming over with a place of confidence. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That's deep. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, man. Uh, a teacher is receiving mixed reactions. Okay. I should probably say this for guest race. Okay. Yeah, let's save it for guest race. We can we'll, do that. We'll do it then. Yeah. That's not as, it's not as funny as if it's not guest race. Uh, all right, forget that one. Ah! Let's go to the next one. Um, Atlanta flight forced to come back after flyer has diarrhea all over the plane. Oh, no. All the way through the plane. Oh, did it? Did it have some type of leakage? Like, like no uh, leakage from his butt. It came out of him. Oh, I mean, I understand that. Did they go to the bathroom and then it leaked everywhere, or were they in the seat and they just went? Like, I don't know. I know. How are we ever gonna find out? <laughs> you gonna tell me my bad? A Delta flight <laughs> for L D L one nine four. Uh, DL stands for Dookie Loose. Oh, no. From, yes, that's right. From Atlanta to Barcelona, I uh, had to turn back. Atlanta to Barcelona seems like a long, long flight. It does. Had to turn back because the passenger on board was having a medical issue. The flight was about two hours out. Oh, when Business Insider reported, had to turn back. That's two hours back. Although I guess the pilot probably turned up the throttle. He was like, shit. We <laughs> going fast. We about to break the spine barrier. Everybody sit down. <laughs> he put the buckle up sign on, y'all. You sit down. And an audio transmission from the flight deck posted by posted on X by aviation enthusiast. This is a biohazard issue. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It put is, Some type of fluids. That is correct. Don't nobody want to sit now have a long that flight was. Mm-hmm. I agree. I wouldn't have wanted to sit. Even the two hours back would have been hard. I'd be like, can we roll down a window in a plane? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> can we, what if we fly lower? <laughs> I bet everybody wish we went back to mask now. That's <laughs> right. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, We've had a passenger that had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Negative. It's- yeah, so that's... You know it's serious when the, when the pot is like, mm-mm. They was like, y'all keep going. It was like, negative. We can't make it. We can't make it. And they couldn't make it either. So we're going to turn on. We're going to turn this plate flight right on back to Atlanta. I feel like everyone, airport. everyone on the flight was probably rooting. Like, hold it. Fight. I can't fight. I'm sorry. I'm weak. Uh, the flight ended up being delayed about eight hours before it took off again. Woo. Oh, man. That is so. It, there were pictures of it on Twitter. I'm not going to show it. Oh, no. But there were twi- There were pictures. It was gross. Right. So that still don't answer the question. Mm-hmm. Did they? He was, the pictures answered the question. I guess I got to get the pictures. Oh, never mind. All you got to do is tell me. Uh, well, he, it was literally trails of shit all throughout the plane uh, on the floor. Okay. Stuff. Like I, it came out of his body Okay, as I, he was trying to make it to, to the, the bathroom. Ba- I'm with you now. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah. It just did not work. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. They might, I don't think they were feeling good. Probably what? before they, yeah, probably, oh, wow. probably before they got their ass on that plane. Wow. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I didn't think of that. Do mm-hmm. detective over there. Uh, thank you. Solving I tried my best. Solving the case. Um, Let's see what else. I forgot we took time off. Uh, so I guess, did we talk about that Mitch McConnell froze again? I don't even remember we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> second freeze he freezing so long so much this shit happened 14 days ago and i don't even remember we talked about it i, I know we talked about and the he first don't either one. and he definitely don't remember 
Chad, he out here glitching left and right. The Capitol physician said Tuesday that uh, basically he has no real health issues. No evidence of a stroke or a seizure disorder, according to the Capitol physician. Nigga, he is glitching in front of these fucking cameras. What are we talking about? There's something wrong. And more than once, too. Is this the same Capitol physician that told us Donald Trump was Cam Newton size? Or what? Right. The same people, you know, that told us Donald Trump was in the tip-top best shape. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just wonder. How's that, you know? But, yeah, they, according to Brian P. Monaghan... Um, he good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the bar is low. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what to say with this. The only thing care. I know is that yeah, it won't really matter to people that vote for him. Mm-mm. And at the end of the day, those um, those those voters are voting for that that they hate the same people not mm-hmm. it's not really about representatives and all this shit they don't they're not voting because of their confidence in the people they're voting for they're voting in you know like hey you seem to hate the blacks me too right but then that's all that matters <clears throat> uh alabama attorney general says he has the right to prosecute people who facilitate travel for out-of-state abortions this is essentially uh, the same thing they're trying to get passed in a lot of Republican states. Mm-hmm. We banned abortion in our state, and now we know people are going to go to safe havens, states where they have rights, and mm-hmm. will get the abortion. And now they want to make it a crime to leave the state, um, even though you know other states aren't going to want to cooperate with this and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, they're all pushing for this. And I just, I'll just say, whenever I hear somebody say how they're not excited, or they just saw whatever out and all this shit when it comes to politics. I just keep, I keep, I can't stop but think, I can't stop but, I can't help but to stop and think these people really have not grasped that there's more to lose. Yes. <laughs> like yes, they really yes. think like, they think it's, it's simple. Like, it's like, and I'm, I guess I'm just so sick of the momentary outrage. Uh, I feel like Incredible Hulk. I mean, people know I'm a nice person, a, a bright person. People enjoy my company, probably think of me fondly. But at the end of the day, I'm always mad about this kind of shit. And I'm always mad at this country and I'm always mad over politics because things can get worse. They do get worse. And if you do not tend to the garden, the weeds will grow. And I feel like these things are just people rolling their eyes or when I see people, you know, I wouldn't vote for Biden. I don't care if it's 12 times what Trump is. When you hear stuff like that, I'm like, how are you not outraged as well? Because that person is telling you when this, when Republicans somehow get the power mm-hmm. to, giving it to prosecute them. somebody for getting an out-of-state abortion, that that's on you too. Yes, it is. If you don't care, if you think it's not, you know, if you just, uh, I'm just tired. Why are you tired? They never get tired. They won Roe v. Wade and they're still not tired. They're pushing beyond the federal Roe v. Wade shit into state. Like we're going to have states operate like they are the federal government. They're going to prosecute you for shit you do out of state. They don't do this with other stuff. If I went to, if I'm from North Carolina, I go to Denver, I smoke weed, I come back. They don't go, you're arrested. You smoke weed in Denver. You left the state to break the law. But we're about to allow that to happen with people's fucking bodies. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because people don't care. And it's very frustrating. It's very irritating. I'm similar to you. I'm very nice, very kind, very sweet. And I've said it before, and I will continue to say it again. The anger I had when Trump got elected, that is a feeling I will never forget for the rest of my life. And that is an anger that will burn in me forever. And this is why I have all the smoke for the dumbasses that are out here saying really, really, really stupid shit. And you're like, what is wrong with you? And you obviously don't care. And the thing is, people are selfish and self-centered. Naturally, I am too, to an extent. Don't get me wrong. But most people do not care unless the law directly impacts them. It's like them white women, they voted Republican, and then... The nigga said, hey, well, you know what? This alimony y'all get? Nah, you, you ain't going to get this for the rest of your life. <gasps> yes, he going to come up to your shit too, bitch. Like, I don't know why people don't understand. If, if they come for the least of them, they'll come for you too. You are not an exception to their rules. Yep. Uh, in other uh, grave overreaches and injustices, she ain't. Sheen, the company, gonna be selling that uh, clothes. Mm-hmm. They soon gonna be selling their clothes in Forever Twenty One. Oh shit, now. now I don't know how they're gonna do that because I don't, I ain't been in the Forever Twenty One in forever. <laughs> I mean, well, that's not why. I mean, I don't. Yeah, same thing. But I just thought the appeal of Sheen was that there were unlimited choices. It was it's ridiculous the amount of shit on their website to buy. Like. You can make something up and it's probably on there. You know, Transformer thongs. They're like, there you go. Boom. Gotcha. Gotcha covered. Sheen. <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. get we'll get we'll get someone in the sweatshop working on that right away. Immediately. <laughs> you know, but um is them going to a brick and mortar, that's that's different. We're we've been seeing this trend the other way, right? It's been mm-hmm. brick and mortar stores are not they're languishing and then becoming online things you know it's go to bed bath and beyond.com but not the physical store that's closed she must be making money hand over fist to be going the other that, way that and that's speaking that forever 21 must got a grip on the young people because once people get a certain age they don't go to forever 21 it's called forever 21 bitch i'm 44 well it could be well forever 21 is kind of forward thinking so it could be that they're in a point of like we need to start reaching into the internet space of the brands and the memes and shit. Mm-hmm. Because another thing Forever Twenty One did was sell a bunch of shimmery stuff to coincide with Renaissance Tour. Smart. So people, you know, you looking for something? Boom, let me go right. down there. Right. And 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 and. So they like are kind of forward thinking. This feels like for the brick and mortar store forward thinking. It would be like if somehow. I don't know, Belk's partnered with Amazon. And you're just like, that's a genius move because y'all weren't, Belk's money wasn't hitting the same. Mm-mm. But the Amazon money, that's the new vein. And I feel like maybe Forever 21 tapped the new vein with Sheen. That's true. And I think, because I see some people in here saying that they uh, shop at Forever 21, but I guess I don't go to the mall in those Yeah, don't make it personal. Like it's not, you said that, but you're one person. That's true. You don't do a lot of stuff people don't do. So, that, that's true. I mean, people do. So, you know, it's whatever. It's, uh, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't You don't shop at Forever 21. But some people do. a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to the mall. The mall is an interesting space right now. 
It is. We went to the mall and it was closing at eight on a weeknight. That it used to no, close at nine. Shit made so no sense. foot traffic and stuff has died down. And this was the the nice white safe mall, mm-hmm. right? Foot traffic and stuff has died down in the malls because of online shopping. But the malls, the stores that are making it are making it. The ones that are standing are still standing. We also have like a North Lake Mall where they don't even know if the mall can exist anymore because so little people are going out there. Right. They keep closing down the ankle stores every time. I think the Apple store. Every time you turn around, one of the big box stores that are like, we are out. Brick and mortar is tough right now. So mm-hmm. it just, you know, it's just interesting to see who can make it and, and, what's, and how they're doing it. I think this Forever 21 strategy is really fucking smart. And, and it is smart, too, because... You're talking about a place that, like you said, I didn't think about that. They're forward thinking. So they go, well, these things are happening. We know people are going to be looking for these things. Let's put them out there. And they know that for a lot of people, they see these things online. And if they happen to be out and they actually see the, the things online physical, like physical can pick it up. A lot of people are wouldn't do that too. Or And you might be getting a whole other demographic that might not be online, might not even know what Shein is. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, I like this. And they say, you know, they actually, it's reversed. They actually go to the website. All right. Um, last story for this segment. Biden signs an order designed to strengthen protections for sexual assault victims in the military. Uh, President Joe Biden signed an executive order on Friday giving decisions on the prosecution of serious military crimes, including sexual assault, to independent military attorneys, taking the power away from the victim's commanders. Yes, that don't make sense because sometimes they could be the people who allowed it to happen or maybe the person that did it themselves. The order formally implements legislation passed by Congress in 2022 aimed at strengthening protections for service members who were often at the mercy of their commanders to decide whether to take their sexual assault claims seriously. Yeah, we see tragic stories all the time about military sexual assault, how it's covered up, how people use their power to abuse and their authority and you can't get around the loop. Literally people taking their lives, people being killed, covered up, all kinds of stuff. Um, so it is, I think it's something, a power that has to be taken out of their hands because you need a, an impartial person to hopefully come in. It's already hard as fuck to legislate sexual assault crimes in the first place. Mm-hmm. But when someone has a vested interest in either their record as a commander, like I don't want this on my record or when they, you know, same thing as title nine. When you, when you're keeping stats, what looks safer to most people? Most people don't think deeply. Hey, last year, Baylor had zero sexual assaults on campus. Oh, wow. I got to send my kid there. She'll be safe. No, we know zero is impossible. So any school reporting zero is is, means they're just saying nothing counts. So I I feel like, you know, this is why you got to take it out of the hands of the people whose reputation is on the line. Because most people, when it comes down to it, they just want the numbers. They don't want the the actual thing of reputation is, which is I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to help you. I'm going to solve it. That's what I'm going to be known as. No, now you're the troublemaking squad. Now you're the, the commander that doesn't have enough control. Look at your people always in trouble. So uh, I, I love this, that, that Biden did. This is another thing that you won't see people talk about. You won't see a lot of uh, credit given. And right. at some point someone will be saying, he didn't do anything for anybody and shit. And it's just like, this don't count for people because they don't care about women in the military or sexual assault victims, anything. Yeah. It is one of those things where a lot of those people, 
the people who make the statement you just said a lot of them just get on my nerves because nothing this man says or do you'll ever be satisfied with so right. don't just come out and say that quit wasting people motherfucking time you just want to be in the fray you just want to have something to say nobody's perfect i'm not i, I you know yeah. I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with being critical of decisions that you might not like quote-unquote everything but goddamn people act like him and truck trump are the motherfucking same and bitch they ain't yep it's just it's very weird it's very weird people don't follow this stuff they claim to care about it but they don't care you know um all right let's move into another segment now that we've had that bummer of a story <laughs> actually that's a great story fuck that uh that is it's a, a bummer story. that people are, won't talk about it but right what a great fucking story and and it's too late for a lot of people obviously but mm -hmm. People that are in the military that need some help, hopefully this will help because, you know, that th there's too many stories. There's too many fucking stories like that. Uh, all right, now let's get into some, uh, hmm, let's, uh, let's do fuck with, uh, yeah, fuck with black people, it's fine. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with. Fucking with black people. Hey, I said, can you leave me alone? All I wanna do is go home. I said, leave me Fucking with black people, the game where we go around the globe, find different articles, and talk about how much we feel fucked with as black people uh, by what we read in the articles. Rolling Stone founder removed from R&R, &R, uh, Rock and Roll, Hall of Fame board after articulate remarks. Rolling Stone's founder just lost decision-making power in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he called black and female artists inarticulate. Uh, a rep for the hall tells us Jan Winner... Uh, who has been booted from the famed Hall of Fame's board of directors for their foundation. Uh, this after a vote was taken among the current members. Uh, sources with direct knowledge tell us the only dissenting vote was from John Landau. Uh, Jan Winner, who helped launch uh, Rolling Stone magazine back in 1967, did an interview with the New York Times this week in which he talks about who he interviewed for his forthcoming offering, The Masters, which contains a wide-ranging sit-down with seven rock and roll guys. Mick Jagger, Bob Dylan, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, Bono, Jerry Garcia, and Pete Townsend. Now, the thing is, this article in this book was supposed to be about him, like, reclaiming something from... Like, like showing, like, this, this is why I have authority to speak on this culture. Uh, you know, I, you know, help mold this industry, blah, blah, blah. Um, so in the interview, he gets asked, 
There are seven subjects in the new book, seven white guys. In the introduction, you acknowledge that performers of color and women performers are just not in your zeitgeist, which to my mind is not plausible for Jan Winter, Janis Joplin, Joni Mitchell, Stevie Nicks, Stevie Wonder. The list keeps going. What do you think is the deeper explanation for why you interviewed the subjects you interviewed and not other subjects? Valid question. Mm, Some would even say, we know what the reason is. Mm -hmm. I can tell you from them pics what the reason is. He says, when I was referring to the zeitgeist, I was referring to black performers, not to the female performers, okay? So black performers are the ones not in his zeitgeist. Women, of course, he's heard of white women. Uh, That's just to get that accurate. The selection was not a deliberate selection. It was kind of intuitive over the years. It just fell together that way. The people had to meet... The people had to meet a couple criteria, but it was just kind of my personal interest and love of them. I do believe them. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't believe them? Oh, I believe I, them. I mean, I, I mean, I believe you, but it's one of those things where you knew all this other shit exists. You didn't give a fuck. I believe that. Yeah, yes. I don't think he sat down at any point and said, no blacks, no women in his mind. I think he said, my favorite happened to be people like me. White man, white man, white man, white man, white man, white man, white man. I can see that. And then when he got done and said, oh, shit, it's all white man. Um, that's perfect. And then he went in to turn in his book and the fucking editor said, hey, bro, how you going to explain this all white dudes? And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I'll write a little forward about that. It wasn't on purpose. I just I wasn't even thinking like that. That's when he said they don't enter my zeitgeist. He's like, I wasn't even thinking about women and blacks. And that is what you call motherfucking racism yes it is that's what you call fucking right that's how racism is every we watch movies and everyone thinks it's the spike lee version of racism everyone thinks that their racism is just a coincidence like no i i I just happen to only date white women or i just happen to you know those are just the people that that, that i'm around my friend group is just happen to be on white because those are the people that i grew up with all this other shit. And then you say people I grew up with and it becomes like, well, this guy I met in college and this guy, uh, I work with him. And this guy, right. You work with other people. You went to college with other people. You from places with other people. You other people are from your town. These are the people you chose and you don't want to examine why it just happens to keep coming down to the same type of fucking person. Mm -hmm. And what's even worse is when a guy like this gets into a position to be an arbiter, to pick the winners and losers who we're going to respect, who we're going to worship, who we're going to say is good. And I'm not saying he's wrong or right. Cause rock and roll is not really a hundred percent my expertise like that. Mm-mm. But to say the music invented by black folks, ain't no black person alive. You want to talk to about it? Huh? The masters, you know what I mean? Like, Oh my God! It's just it's fucking it, it's it, it the joke writes itself. Seven white men interviewed by another white man is called the Masters. Oh, it's, that's the name of the book. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, his new book is called The Masters. It should be the Masses. The, the Masses. The D A space M A S S A S. The Masses. My book coming out soon. Mm-mm. I'm gonna be talking, which I talk to only white men about black people's art that they invented right and i guarantee you he saw nothing wrong with his statement he saw nothing wrong with the book he ain't seen nothing wrong with it and i bet you he is shocked today was like you got to get out of here you're right this don't even sound like it was an in-person interview by the way 
probably was because because this this is why because so for those that don't know sometimes in these interviews they actually it's just emails back and forth and then the person writes it up as if they talk to you in person okay but the reason i say that is because the next word right so he says the people had to had to meet a couple criteria but it was kind of my personal interest and love for them in so far as the women in so far as not a word people pull out often in person mm-hmm. i'm not saying you can't be, do it but it just feels a little in so far feels like he was typing this anyway and the reason i bring that up is because when you type something you can be more impersonal maybe you can't see the person's face going is this nigga serious yeah, you Do you realize you're fucking up right now? Yeah, you can't see that expression. Insofar as the women, just none of them were as articulate enough on this intellectual level. So only white men are intellectual enough to actually do... To him? Yep. Mm-hmm. Only people that are worth talking to are white men. Black people never even enter his 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 thought process. Mm-hmm. And Black women, women uh, essentially just aren't articulate enough or smart enough. He responded, um, uh, it's not that they're not creative. Because the person asked him, like, are you saying Joni Mitchell isn't articulate enough? Is that what you're saying? And he says, it's not that they're not creative geniuses. It's not that they're inarticulate. Although, go have a deep conversation with Grace Slick or Janis Joplin. Please be my guest. You know, Joni was not a philosopher of rock and roll. She didn't, in my mind, meet that test. Not by her work, not by her interview. She did... Uh, the people I interviewed were the kind of philosophers of rap, of rock. I'm sorry. Uh, he then said this about black artists. A black artist, you know, Stevie Wonder, genius, right? I suppose when you use the word as broad as masters, the fault is using that word. Maybe Marvin Gaye or Curtis Mayfield. I mean, they just didn't articulate at that level. Yeah, you need to go. You should probably should have been. You should probably should have. I can't even imagine the people that never came up, never died, and will never get the respect that they deserve during their lifetime or 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 to the end of time because he was there like, no, you don't. You're not a white man, basically. Yeah, and and you know, like I said, I'll be the first person to say I don't know enough about rock and roll to truly give this the response that it needs to have agreed you know because i don't that's not my expertise you agreed a little too fast that's not my expertise i mean, I mean no, no no no, I, no it's fine it's I, fine no don't try to clean I, up don't try to clean up I, it was a joke i was making a joke no one's <laughs> mad at you it was funny okay everyone's and, laughing and also i think uh for me too okay and because i don't know anything to get in the rock and roll hall of fame they call it the rock and roll hall of fame but it's literally for all genres of music. All genres of music. Yeah. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, we good. I'm finished setting up my bit. Go ahead. So I don't have the expertise. God damn it. I wish I did. I wish I did. <laughs> but I do know some people that do have the expertise. Okay. And they did write a response. You might you might have heard of them. It's a band called Living Color. Oh shit. They may listen to the podcast. They may have been on the podcast. You don't say. So they wrote a reply, and I like to read their reply. Let's let's go. Well, of course, I can't just read the reply. I have to read it right, because I saw how they wrote it. Uh. So I know that uh, 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 uh. Sorry. I know that it's actually like this. <laughs> I know they have 
have something to say. <clears throat> we, the members of Living Color, would like to address Jan Winner's recent apology for controversial statements made in support of his new book. The very idea of a book called The Masters which blatantly omits the essential contributions of black people of color and women to the rock and pop culture speaks to a much larger and more systemic problem. His New York Times interview statement that African-American and female artists are not articulate enough to express themselves about their own work is absurd on his face. For someone who has chronicled the musical landscape for over 50 years, it is an insult to those of us who sit at the feet of those overlooked geniuses. To hear that he believes Stevie Wonder isn't articulate enough to express his thoughts on any given subject is quite frankly insulting. To hear that Janis Joplin, Joni Mitchell, Tina Turner, or any of the many woman artists that he chooses not to mention are not worthy of the status of master smacks of sexist gatekeeping and exclusionary behavior. Mr. Warner's, now I'm inclined to believe they meant to misspell that. Mr. Warner's apology only solidifies the idea that his book is a reflection of his worldview suggests that it is a narrow and small world indeed. Bravo. Appreciate Bra- y'all. We appreciate y'all. Bravo. Because it was, I felt that. I didn't know how to articulate Agreed. that. Agreed. That's what I wanted to say. I, I just. I, I, you know, I, I I don't know. I guess he was talking about me. I don't know. I just didn't have it. I, but no, nah, that, this, uh, I mean, I want to give it a Jakaris, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because it means so much when you think about who picks winners and losers mm-hmm. and the image and who gets to represent because the gatekeepers that keep the gates decide what the fuck the art is, you know, to the average person. <clears throat> right. To, so the, the, to the masses a lot of times. I wonder how much of my own mindset that thought when I was growing up, oh, rock and roll is some white people shit was because the people picking the winners and losers, a bunch of fucking white people telling me yeah. this what it is, this who it is. Nobody like you out there. Nobody that's doing it for you. Nobody talking about the shit you care about, Rod. So go 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 listen to, some, to NWA or some shit if you want to hear, you know, that kind of stuff. And so yeah, if I think I'm gonna, the reason I'm not giving Jakarta, so I'm giving a hundred, is because they did take him off of that board. Like yeah. That was worth something that they immediately said, oh, God, you can't. I don't know how they're going to retroactively go back and fix anything, but moving taking forward, him, taking yeah. him off the board was the right thing to do. And I'm glad that they heard the voices of people being like, man, fuck this dude. Yes, I am glad, too, because there would have been a day where and probably not too long ago where he could have did this and everything would have kept rolling and nobody would have gave a fuck and he would have had his position and, and kept it. But, but in the age that we are now and shout out to people, but shout out particularly to the young people. They're not here with the shits. Mm. They're like, no, no, you can't do this. And they're a lot quicker to actually I don't be know like, that, Hey, I don't know if this was young people. I feel like it was everybody. True. I, I mean, I guess you can say young in the way of like, He's talking with 70 and 80 year old dudes and be like, these are the masters. But 
So so I guess in that way, even we count as like young people in this discussion. Mm -hmm. But I do appreciate like everyone coming together on some like, bro, this just racist. All you did was justify racism and we supposed to take your word for it that it's not racism. Because no, I just happen to only like white dudes. That I don't see what's racist about that, you know. Right. I, it's, I mean, if anything, it's because y'all can't articulate. <laughs> you can't it's explain. It's your fault. It's You're musical geniuses that somehow can't explain what they do, but these white men who are also musical geniuses obviously can easily. Right. Musical geniuses that have won all types of awards, all types of Grammys, all types of you know, uh, uh, accolades, mm -hmm. you know, outselling, you know, people, maybe some people on your list. I don't know how far back it goes. But, you know, when you talk about some of these artists that are world-renowned, world world-known superstars, even to today, because, like I said, a lot of mm -hmm. some of these people, I, I just don't know because I don't follow music yeah, I like know. that. Yeah, I know. And I think, like they said, it's very, very insulting to everybody that's not a white man. Yeah. And you should feel ashamed for even putting that out there and thinking it was going to be okay and thinking it was not going to be. I can guarantee you, he probably doesn't even know why he lost that job. He, he why am I? He was like, no, why am I in it? It was like you I'm can't sure, do this. Yeah, sir. I can't wait to see what happens when he pops up again because a little of this makes me wonder if he's one of those people that's going to pop up not too long from now and be like, D fucking woke culture mm -hmm. was trying to silence me and bill maher have him on his fucking i, I can see that show thank god bill maher didn't come back this week because he would definitely had this dude on telling why he was the real victim of woke culture going yes. wrong and new rules yeah like what what's so wrong of white people just happen to be the best when black people are the best at basketball we don't get mad some shit some dumb shit like that um so yeah, I'm glad I, now I'm making a cards. But yeah, uh shout out to Living Color though for uh fucking Shout out to them. Uh, Thank you for being for, for you for using your words in ways that I couldn't. Yes. Um, all right. Let's see. Um we'll do one more. Actually, no, we're not gonna do one more. Fuck it. Oh, that's okay. enough fucked with. That's enough fucked with. Oh, that's enough. Do we really? I mean we don't need to be fucked with no more. We got <laughs> we gotta be fucked with all the time. I'm the one picking. Why am I making myself do this? <laughs> right. Roger was like, wait a minute. I think I'm in control of this. And I'm opting no. Yeah. Let's do some guest the race. This time for 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 guest the race. A teacher receives mixed reactions for using sexy red ski -y to quiet down her elementary school students. Okay. Uh, I, I <clears throat> don't know who sexy red is. I never heard the song. Wow. Pound Town? You never heard Pound Town? Oh, is it? Is it which? Pound Town. That's the one you played for me while I was listening going, what the hell is this? I don't know if that's the one I played for you, but she says my, my pussy pink, my booty hole brown. Pound Town. I think I have. I think I've heard it. I don't remember. But okay. No, knowing me, I'm old and black, so you probably played it, and I'm like, whoo! Uh, you know this song. You heard it before. I used to go Pound Town, West 20, 9th Street. <laughs> that's, no, I that's think not that's it. a completely different song. <laughs> <laughs> 
pound town when you want to go. <laughs> That's the remix. <laughs> That's what that senator wanted, pound town. <laughs> <laughs> pound town. That's the way to my love. Apparently so. Actually, that's just as nasty. Um, <laughs> those are my girls. I love I love SWV. Uh, but yeah, so apparently there's a teacher named Memory Peoples. Uh, she's a hot topic of conversation on TikTok and Instagram. Because she shared a video of her using the lyrics from Sexy Red's Pound Town. I mean, sorry, her hit song Ski Yee. Sorry, didn't mean to say Pound Town. To grab the attention of her fifth grade elementary school students. This probably was edited. It says, how I get my students' attention uh, uh, is what... Wait, why don't they just have a TikTok video? What the fuck? Uh, Sorry, I thought this one had it in it. And now maybe it's been taken down. Well, I'll find it again somehow. Yeah, and it's probably because most of them kids are familiar with that song too. Right. Okay, I found it. So I'll play the the, the audio for y'all because I can't uh, show y'all because y'all would know the race. Okay. If your pencil sharpened, if you're ready to go to science. All right, let me start it over. Here we go. And it's how I get my students to pay attention is the words on the screen. Okay. All right. So we're going to restart this because the sound cut off at the beginning. All right. Here we go. How I get my students' attention. If you see me and you're trying to see what's up. If your pencil sharpened. If you're ready to go to science. So that's how she gets them to calm down by using just that part of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't heard the whole song to to at least to the point of memorization or whatever. I haven't really jumped, jumped into the sexy red bandwagon. I'm not rooting against her. Not rooting for her. Just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I got got other people I'm listening to right mm-hmm. now. I probably work my way around. Yeah, but apparently people are are mad because she has a sexual nature to her lyrics. Uh, people are saying the fact that they know this song, that song is disgusting. But they know the song, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they know the song, they know the song. That's the question. I mean, they were like youngish kids. I don't know what grade, but I don't know. I mean, I, 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 get, I get the point of like, to me, it's like if they know the song, your pa- the parents... <laughs> should be like some the parents somehow they know the song right i don't like i don't that's not that like a that's not damning on the teacher's part they Mm-mm. came to the school knowing the song i could correct see if she was like playing the song introduce them to the song but right if your kid know the song your kid know the song you know what i'm saying T- teacher didn't come in and be like learn the song damn it we're gonna recite it on tuesday um but yeah they were they were upset about that they didn't like that um Another person says, um, my shelter child wouldn't know what the hell she was talking about. LOL. We don't listen to that stuff around here. Okay, great. Black teachers are top tier. So this person's supporting her. Mm-hmm. We come a long way from clap once if you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> come on through, clap once if you hear me. It's the instructions right after for me. The kids was tuned in. They It, was, it did work. Right. As long as you're not cussing or nothing like that. I mean... 
it's real easy for people to say that, but child, you ain't in front of uh, 25 kids doing 25 different things. You know what? That is so true. And I think also kids drive people fucking bananas. Right. Half of, most of y'all didn't want to deal with y'all kids during the fucking pandemic. Come on now. Y'all was like, bitch, let's get school back in. <laughs> okay. Karen came off top rope on y'all. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. It kind of made me mad. I'm like, some of these same people going to complain about their goddamn kids, but you expect you expect her to be to, <laughs> to, to, to adjust accordingly with 25 to 30 of them. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, y'all get the fuck out of here. Uh, so what's funny, though, to me is like, if you like there's an idea that we have for uh, those of us that either don't have kids or don't be around kids like that sometimes i think our idea of kids is this idea of like perfect little guys angels they just want to learn and we, and you have infinite patience you'll have infinite patience when it's your turn and when the kid is doing whatever you'll you'll understand like hey i know it's 30 of y'all yelling at the top of your lungs but it's all right because i'm a good person and i'm a good you know and i think I think I think for a lot of people that's how they picture this going in their brains. And so the reality of like if you had 30 yelling fucking like 10-year-olds, you probably be willing to do just about anything. So on the list of like anything, this probably ain't as low as people want it to be. And the shit that people really need to get mad about, y'all gloss over that shit. Like this right. right here is low on the agenda. This is exactly what's wrong with our youth because you really sat up here on the phone, said that sexual song in the classroom would get kids' attention. And then they added the shade room at Fox News, so they told on her. They snitched. I love these new age teachers. Oh, shit, I just realized I gave away the answer earlier. Fuck. You remember what the answer was? No? Okay. Mm -mm. Don't have my kids saying it's done. We'll keep playing, Karen. Don't remember. Don't look at the chat either, Karen. <laughs> I know you're trying to look at the cat to cheat. <laughs> you can't help yourself. You really can't help yourself. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I'm All sorry. Right. Guess the race before you start. <laughs> Don't even look at the chat. Just guess the race. I'm going to go black because I, I uh, the, the artist is black. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, man, I can't believe I got caught slipping like that. I was just reading the chat. I, was, I thought it was uh, fucking doing it for the ground for a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. The chat room says black member of one of the other sororities founded at Howard. Uh, black recused. A couple people recused themselves. The story did go a little viral. Black snitched to the shade room at Fox News. Yeah, they added them. Uh, her booty hole brown. So is she black. The correct answer is <laughs> Black. Yeah, one of the one of the things I said was black teachers the best or something. Oh, I, and I, I guess you weren't that. paying attention. Think that was one of the times it counts when you, it was good that you don't listen to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said, I see as long as what she said wasn't Lou wasn't cussing. She didn't, you know, mm -hmm. I, don't even sound like she actually played the song. Yeah, so, I'll tell you what my problem is with this, and it's the same problem I have with all this shit, and I'm probably gonna always have the same problem. You at work? Why are you making content? <laughs> that could just be a thing you did in your class, and we didn't never not, know about it. Nobody be, true. even be mad about the shit. That's true. It could Once be you just, go to the internet looking it, for approval or whatever, you just starting changed. some shit. I, now that part I agree with. I hope yes. I never, you know, and she doesn't seem like a bad teacher or some shit. Mm -hmm. So I just hope we don't look up one day and it's. She got fired from her job, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh man, all she, she, I don't think what she did was that bad. I just think we're so used to just sharing every fucking thing, mm -hmm. 
and some of it just not. It, these people aren't your friends. They're just the internet. They're just the internet. And shit goes wrong, and now it's you know why is everybody being dicks? Because it's the fucking dick pit. You threw it in a dick pit. It's nothing but dicks in here. <laughs> nothing but dicks. Uh, a couple of TSA agents were caught on video stealing money from passengers' luggage at a security checkpoint, and now both of them are under arrest. What? The sticky-fingered suspects, Labarius Williams and Hozu Gonzalez, were on duty scoping out bags being scanned in Miami's International Airport. And people be talking, my shit stolen. The airport go, we're, we're not responsible. Well, right. nigga, somebody actually was stealing. And who knows how long they've been stealing people's shit. Because mm-hmm. for them to even be investigating them, they must have been accused of stealing some shit. Yes. Um, on both occasions, the TSA agents worked in tandem to snatch money from carry-on stashed in bins on a conveyor belt. Um, oh, right, because you have to put, like, everything in, in the in the thing and i and one time somebody tried to get roderick's uh uh uggs roger got to the end of the line and he was like where are my uggs mm-hmm. i'm like no bitch these somebody's shoes you can't just keep them right nice try right uh check out the surveillance footage williams and gonzalez are standing at the carousel uh, using it to loot cash from a constant stream of other people's personal belongings, you can see the men stuffing their hands into the bags and then shoving the bills into their pockets. <gasps> the last thieves were arrested in July, charged with grand theft. This is such a dumb crime. Ain't it there's dumb? No, you all you you're constantly being filmed. There's no more high f- security footage area than TSA. They're going to find out. Someone's going to complain when the money's missing. Yes, they are. The alleged thieves were arrested in July, charged with grand theft, along with a third TSA employee, Elizabeth Fooster. But the case against Fooster, who was originally charged of stealing $600 from someone's wallet, was eventually dismissed. So guess the race of Labarius Williams and Josu Gonzalez. I think this is a black and like a Latino Mexican. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, they said, uh, yeah, and they did try to get me for my Uggs, man. You know? Yes, I remember that. And Roger was like, hey, uh, where my shoes at? He was yeah. like, oh, okay. I was like, no, you actually, it, it, if this would have been something that you didn't have to put on immediately, we'd probably kept moving and she'd yeah. have had to pay a fucking Uggs. I would have been in the one, I'd be in one of the commercials, beating somebody up for some Uggs. Right? Customer wars. <laughs> Uh, this man's feet weren't comfortable, so he made everybody in the audience uncomfortable. <laughs> and this is why you pay the upcharge. Well, bitch, I ain't got to take my shoes off no more. Ice about to send Border Control back across the border. Black and Latinx, black and Latino, black and Latins with a Z. Uh, oh, okay, that was a typo. Probably work for Nation Wade under Airlines, NWA, black and Latino, black and Latinx, black pa- capitalism mixed with brown power. Uh, we love to see it. The correct answer is everybody got it right. Yeah. <laughs> TMZ doesn't have the best pictures of them. I actually saw a bet. This, this is a picture of, of one of them still in shit. Oh, as it yeah. rolls down that carousel. That's the back of the head of the other one. Yeah. So you're just taking people's shit. TSA. Mm-mm-mm. You hate to see it. All right. Let's go to the bonus round. So far, Karen's two for two. Yay! Thought the bitch was white! I ain't racist. 
can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get go to this. Gold, gold, chain it's wearing, fried chicken and biscuit eating monkey, eight baboon, big guy, fast running, high jumping spear, chucking 360 degree basketball. Rescuers from across Europe rushed to a cave in Turkey on Thursday, launching an operation to save an American re- researcher who became trapped almost 1,000 meters, 3,000 feet, below the cave's entrance, <gasps> entrance after suffering stomach bleeding. Oh, no! Experienced caver Mark Dickey, 40, suddenly became ill during an expedition with a handful of others, including three other Americans. Uh, it was in the Morka Cave in southern Turkey's Taurus Mountains. Uh, while rescuers, including a Hungarian doctor who reached and treated Dickey, uh, oh, it could, I, I guess, wait, while rescuers, da, 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 it could be days and possibly weeks before they, oh, so they were able to reach him, but it could be days and possibly weeks before they can get him out of the cave because it's too narrow in places for a stretcher to pass through. Wow. Mm-hmm. In a video message from inside the cave and made available Thursday by Turkish, Turkey's uh, communications directorate, Dickey thanked the caving community and the Turkish government for their efforts. The caving world is a really tight-knit group. <laughs> I would think so. Nigga, 3,000 feet <laughs> from right. the top. Right. You had just been down there. I'm like, oh, man, I'm stuck in my stomach. I'm like, oh, man, it's too bad you didn't make it out, bro. You want me to throw down some sandwiches or something? You good? <laughs> now, if you could just calm down and get maybe get a doctor to come back. Yeah, man, I don't think so, bro. That's that's crazy. You that's how you got stuck being down there. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> he said, um, uh, "It's amazing to see how many people have responded on the surface." I do know that the quick response of the Turkish government to get the medical supplies that I need, in my opinion, saved my life. I was very close to the edge. <laughs> Dickie, who was seen standing and moving around in the video, said that while he is alert and talking, he's not healed on the inside and will need a lot of help, help to get out the cave. Doctors will decide whether he will need to li- leave the cave on a stretcher or he can leave under his own power. Dickie, who had been bleeding and losing fluid from his stomach, had stopped, has stopped vomiting and has eaten for the first time in days. Woo! I just can't. It can't be healthy to be down there living in a cave all this time either for Mm-mm. weeks possibly mold germs bacteria and shit like right. it ain't fresh air there's all kinds of shit down in that cave mm-hmm. that we're not mm-hmm. supposed yeah, that we're not yeah. supposed to be around that long right communication with dicky takes about five to seven hours and oh. it's carried out by runners who go from dicky to the camp below the surface where the telephone line to speak to the surface has been set up experts say it will be a challenge to successfully remove dicky it takes seven hours to communicate from him to y'all can't just throw down. I see why it might take seven hours to get it come up to y'all, but y'all can't just drop the brick with the note on it. Stow a rock. <laughs> the fuck? Why it takes so long? Maybe because the distance from where he is to where they are. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe it's not straight down. Maybe, right. Okay. Yusef Ogrenekisek. 
of the Speleological Federation of Turkey said that, where is a kick in my ass tonight, said that one of the most difficult tasks of cave rescue operations is widening the narrow cave passages to allow stretcher lines to pass through at low depths. Stretcher lines are labor intensive and require experienced cave. How much of a cave... How much of a cave person's job is rescuing other cave people? Like, if no one ever went down there again, and we said, this is the last nigga going down, would we solve the problem? Would we have fixed everything? Like, would we even need cave rescue specialists? Uh, people are stupid. So even if you say that, and most people abide by it, you're going to have somebody trip, fall, slide. You just never know. Like, this is a job that creates itself. It, yes, it is. Like you, you. If you're a, quick, a cave dweller, you better be a cave rescuer. Right. That, that's part of the job too. All right, guys, put on your rescue hats. <laughs> you better know all the EMS and CPR and all that right. shit. Larry twisted his ankle, guys. Yes, carry you a defibrillator, everything. Larry twisted his ankle. We going from a cave dwelling party to a search party. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Rescue time. Uh, but yeah, uh, rescue effort. The rescue effort currently involves more than how many people, Karen? A hundred. More than 170 people, including doctors, paramedics, who are tending to him, and experienced cavers. What if someone falls down a cave, another, like another wow. a state over? Is what are y'all going to do, split the team? Because it's got to be all the people that can do this. Wow. I wonder if this is something that it really happens to this extreme. I don't know. They said the operation could take two to three weeks. They include rescue teams from Bulgaria, Croatia, Hungary, Italy, Poland, and Turkey. Goddamn, we from all over. I feel like one of them could have did it. You know, I feel like that's I guess overkill. everybody look, go up, oh, let me get an expert. Up, oh, let me get, up, oh, up, oh, up. Oh. Wait a minute, it's five right. of us. I think that's enough. Five oh. of them sitting around playing Switch. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Y'all know we was here first. Fuck it. <laughs> five of them playing a... Uh, uh, cave dweller operation. Well, one of y'all twist y'all ankle, then we'll come get you, and then we'll be the next rescue team. <laughs> They're doing that civil. Like, eh, I told you that wouldn't work. My turn. All right, Karen, guess the race. Child, what is we guessing? This man is white. Karen says, "What is we guessing? This man is white." Let's check the chat room, see what they believe this man's race is. Uh, <clears throat> stay above the ground, Dicky White. <laughs> The descent, the cave, white, white and stupid, called cave shin, says guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> Only a rich white man has this level of interest in caves and this level of special cave health care. <laughs> <laughs> says Jonathan. The white urge to be buried alive, says Miss Barnes. <laughs> Joe says cave stuffing in Turkey must be white bread. <laughs> White, cave bitch, white, whiter than Jan Waters mixtape. Says a gourmet. Oh man. We don't spelunk white uh people spelunk uh per Mr. Fox. Mountain man white uh, cave dwelling cave dweller white. Super Caucasian is not coming to this white man's rescue. The correct answer is white. Yeah, he looked crazy in this picture. Uh, actually, looked crazy in all these pictures. 
Yeah, like he was he down like there. a spelunk. He's like, I'm down here to bury some bodies. While I'm, but while I'm down here, I might as well check out the rest of the cave. And what is a spelunker? Uh, a cave person, I think. Oh, that's what they call them. Okay. Uh, I'll look it up. Definition. Um. Yeah, the exploration of caves. Ah, okay, that's especially what they- as a hobby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to Sword Ratchetness and then we'll wrap this thing up. Okay. Six arrested for dancing with swords. That's the that's the sequel to Dancing with Wolves, where Tom Cruise plays. Oh no, that's the Last Samurai. Never mind. <laughs> my bad, everybody. I got confused with my white men saving people stories. Uh, six arrested for dancing with swords. Uh, the Bidar police on Thursday arrested six youths for dancing with for dancing with swords on the outskirts of Manthal village near Kambawadi, uh cross in Bazavarakalayan, Taluk in Bidar district. The accused, Virana, they caught Virana, Thepana, mm-hmm, Vinod Reddy, Akash, Vinod Shantapa, and Subhan Adolf Gafor, who were brandishing swords and knives on the streets. They were arrested and remanded into judicial custody. The police have seized four pellet guns, 22 pellet boxes, four steel punches. The fuck is a steel punch? I don't know. Is that like brass knuckles or something? <laughs> it's steel on your punch. I'm assuming so. Might be wrong. Oh, damn. Nah, it's like a carving thing for like sculptures and shit. You could fuck somebody up with this shit. Can I see it? What is it? I'm about it? to pull it up. I'm about to pull it up. Uh, Nate, this is like some shit John Wicker used to like kill eight random short dudes um you can see it or no mm-hmm. i want it like a brick and then the other ones look like they straight yeah uh, well so you use something to like punch it in i guess oh yeah like uh, maybe you punch holes and shit with it i don't know that's crazy anyway that look like some equipment and you yeah like you like that's like the end of uh, uh like a, a, a machine go behind that four steel punches two knives one sword and a rod from them and registered a case in Manthal Police Station. So they had all the weapons. Wow. Take down the whole Foot Clan with that shit. <laughs> yes, you can. All right, that's it for today's show. We'll be back tomorrow for our Walking Dead Wednesday. Thanks for listening, mm-hmm. everybody. Hope you have a good night. Me too. Until uh, next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.